Do you wonder if others are dealing with the same project management challenges as you? Not sure where to turn for guidance and leadership? Office Hours are in session as we discuss project management and PMOs with global leaders, hearing their story and learning their secrets to success. Our goal is to empower you and help you elevate your PMO and project management career to new heights. Welcome back to Project Management Office Hours with your host, PMO Joe. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours. We're the number one live project management radio show in the U.S., broadcasting to you today from the Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe, and for the next hour or so, we are going to have the biggest show we've ever had as we have a team of guests joining us, and I'm super excited to finish out our year with the best PMO in the Americas from OneLink. Uh, we'll get to meet all of them shortly. But before we do that, uh, as I mentioned, it's the final show of the year, and it's been an amazing year. We've had a, an all-star lineup of guests on, and we've received tremendous feedback from around the globe uh, with our audience of loyal listeners. So I want to thank you for all of your continuous support. Um, but the show doesn't happen by me alone, right? I may be the person behind the microphone, but there's a team behind me that makes all of this possible. So thank you uh, to Karen, Kendra, Kelly, Angie, Lauren, and Daryl for all of your support throughout the year to make sure that the show is a great success. Um, and also, as you know, uh, I'm the leader of the PMO squad, um, and the squad represents our team. We've had a record-breaking year with the PMO squad, and, and our future looks fantastically bright with planned growth continued to go uh, into the future. So I also want to do a shout-out and thank all of our squad members uh, that helped us grow this year. So thank you, Amber and Kaylee, Dan, Derek, Dustin, Elton, Eric, Jennifer, Jerome, Josh, Kevin, Kirsten, Lauren, Leslie, Manny, Oliver, and Stephen. All of you have uh, made an incredible impact on our team this year. So thank you so much for that. And then lastly, uh, for my thanks are to everyone who helped us launch the new global community, the PMO Leader, this year. That global community is focused not on selling credentials or certifications. I think we're unique out there in the industry where our mission is to use community to improve PMO leadership around the world. So thank you to my partner on that endeavor, Fatima, our board of advisors, Billy, Johnsey, Leo, and Shoba. Of course, special thank you to our ambassador leaders, Mate, Remco, and Sharon, and all the global ambassadors from around the world helping us to spread our vision and helping us grow to be the leading community in our industry and our slogan, right? One PMO world, one community. So that's it for the thanks. And it's a lot about teamwork today. So um, speaking of teams, I'm very excited to have us joined today by the OneLink PMO team. They were the winner this year in the PMO Global Alliance competition for the top PMO in the Americas, made it to the final four. I voted for them to win, but they didn't uh, get the top prize, but still what an incredible honor. Uh, welcome to uh, Louis, Daniel, Marta, Jose, Yvette, Maria, and Lorena, all of you joining us. Thank you so much. And we'll do some introductions to let everybody get to know you a little bit better. Louis, we'll start with you as leader of the team. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Uh, hi, everybody. Hello. Uh, hello to the Project Management Office Hours community. And Joe, thank you for such a special invitation. 
it is a great honor to have the opportunity of sharing the space with you, uh, the PMO squad, uh, and all the PMO community worldwide. And uh, on behalf of my amazing country and the Welling family, uh, we would like to express our gratitude to you and your team as a colleague, but mainly as a fan of your show and also as a friend, because from the very first time we met, you have been so supportive and empathic with us. And uh, people just, uh, don't, don't know this, but the first time we met with Joe, we started to talk about PMO practices, then music, then ACDC records, <laughs> then vinyl collections. And we concluded that time that the PMO Joe is a very badass nickname. <laughs> so again, thank you for, for this amazing, amazing journey. Yeah, it, it's my pleasure. Uh, and we're so fortunate to have you here. And, and I think that's, you know, you, you reference our conversation that we're people, right? Everybody just puts us into these categories of PMO. But a PMO doesn't exist without the people. And that's why I'm so excited that you have your team here with you today, because it is about the people. And, and this is the first time we've ever had a team this large join us because it's so important for you to be able to have your team share their story as well. Yes. Yes. And thank you. Thank you again for this opportunity. Daniel, how about you? Let's uh, have you introduce yourself as well. Hello, everybody. Uh, first, uh, thank you, Joe, for having us. Uh, my name is Daniel. I like to be called Denny. I joined the Wang family when I was finishing the university. I met Lucio there. He was my professor. He taught project management, of course. And for the record, I didn't quite understand everything at that moment. <laughs> what can I say? I am passionate about technology, programming, and design. And I always like to be the optimistic person and make a joke to lighten the mood and give a laugh to everyone, even when, when we are uh, quite overwhelmed or feeling a little down at work. I have been working at OneLink in the PMO for a little more than three years. And I still can say that I fully understood everything that Lucho tried to teach in, in his class. <laughs> well, it, it, whatever, I appreciate <laughs> whatever Lucho was doing, it worked, right? Because it, he, he brought you on board and you've, you've made a great contribution as well. Jose, how about uh, you as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you, Joe. Well, first of all, a special uh, thanks to, to you and the program for having us. It's more than an honor to be here sharing this space uh, and to the audience as well. Uh, my name is Jose Quinteros. I'm based in El Salvador. Uh, I have four years in one link. And well, if you allow me, I'm going to quickly share some of my interview experience when I was applying to, to, to my job. Uh, actually, Lucho led the, the, the interview. Uh, so Lucho, be prepared. I'm going to disclose what happened. <laughs> the secret sauce. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course. We can share it. Well, at the time I was working um, in the banking industry, a very corporate and formal environment. And I arrived to the interview and, well, Lucho was on a t-shirt, very relaxed in his office. And we started the interview as any other interview, right? After just half an hour or so of talking about my professional experience and project management, Lucho, I recall that he asked me, what happiness and family mean to you? At first, it was a little nerve-wracking. This is not a simple question, right? And more, 
in a job interview. It got me totally off guard, to tell you the truth. Um, however, it has been one of the best interviews I have had so far uh, because of the connection that I felt. And in that moment, I knew that uh, OneLink was different from all other companies. Uh, it showed me that in OneLink and in the PMO uh, team, the team does put an effort into the people, in who we are, to what we aspire and what are what are our interests. Interests. Everyone knows that I'm a super fan of motorcycles, playing tennis, and wearing long sleeve shirts, as as you can tell that uh, uh, in in, my, in in the video. Uh, I guess that some of my banker coming out of my previous life. Uh, anyways, after four years of enjoying what we do. I can probably say that I wasn't wrong and that the PMO, it's a team that looks for each other and that we really matter as, 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 as persons. So we are all very fortunate to be here and, and many thanks to you and the program once again. Yes, well, thank you, Jose, for joining us. Marta, please take a moment to introduce yourself. Yes, sure. Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, Joe and, and all your team and all the listeners for having us when Lucho told us about this opportunity. I couldn't be happier because I know that you love music and that you love also the project management and it's a very, very uh, special occasion for us. My name is Marta, but I want to give you like a brief introduction and background about myself. Uh, maybe some of the listeners can feel related to us, to our stories. When I was a child, I was like always performing songs, uh, watching all these concerts with my dad. Uh, I would, I love to, to watch and listen like Peter Gabriel, Woodstock, The Rolling Stones, Genesis. And I was always like playing sports with my cousins. But in the meantime, also education was like a high priority for me. And I needed to start making like a daily plan in order to keep my schedule from school and also uh, my hobbies because I couldn't live without jumping around and, and listening to music. And I started like uh, filling uh, a blank page with, with all my plans and, and my goals. And I think that that's how project management uh, became an interesting um, subject for me. And as my first job, I recall that I got the opportunity to work also in a bank, in a multinational bank. And I was the youngest one in the area. And I got the opportunity to, to meet Lucho there and other huge professionals. And in 2015, I got the opportunity to join to the OneLink family, working directly to one of our operations. And once again, I was the youngest. I was pretty, pretty young for the role that I took. But at this experience, something was pretty different from, from the other ones that I have, because since day one, OneLink always believed in me they always ask like these um, personal matters that <clears throat> makes you feel that you are very important for them as a person. And looking back, I think that I couldn't be happier. I'm working in a field 
that I really love, which is project management. I really love the company as a second family. Next year, I'm preparing for another marathon. It will be like my fifth marathon. I don't know how many more could I do. I've run five. And let's, well, let's, well, let's run it together. You, you pick the spot. We'll see if we can run it together. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe in Arizona, we can find something. Yeah, we have an official mm-hmm. invitation. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. So, and besides that, uh, we are able to share good music with all these teams. So I'm very grateful. It, no, thank you so much, Marta, for joining us. And in, in, in all honesty, my wife and I were talking last night and I've gotten way too heavy because I haven't run a marathon in about two years. And I said, I need to sign up for a half marathon coming up because I need to get back in shape. And speaking of Woodstock, uh, I wasn't at the original Woodstock because I was only one year old, I think, at the time. But I did go to the 25th anniversary Woodstock concert uh, by myself. Oh. None of my friends wanted to go with me, but I said, I'm not going to miss it. So uh, we share that fun and joy of Woodstock as well. Well, great to hear. Well, that's an and interesting fact. Yeah. yeah. And if you need like some tips about getting back to your training plan, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thanks so great. much. And Yvette, please uh, take a moment to be able to say hello as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. So my name is Yvette. I joined the Walling family almost five years ago. Um, it has been an amazing journey because it was my first job experience. So I started really young and actually they gave me the opportunity to develop my professional career. Um, also, I love teaching, learning, reading, and also volunteering. So I believe that I make instant click with one link because it also has those interest in people first company. And also uh, with the team, it was the instant click because their hearts, their essence, they have different interests and hobbies. So you're never going to run out of topics. So for me, it's like you learn something new every day. So when I was at the university, I realized that I didn't like monotonous activities. I discovered that actually in project management, you have surprises every day. So I said, this is my place. (laughs) And and her dreams have subtitles. You have to to talk a little bit of that. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I I dream like when I was little, I used to dream with subtitles, you know, (laughs) like in a movie. So it was weird, but (laughs) I believe that it it takes you here, you know. Well, I've never had a dream with subtitles, but if I start, now I know who to blame for that. Uh, so welcome, Yvette. Thank you for joining us uh, as well. Uh, Maria, please say hello and take a moment. Hello. Hello, Joe. Uh, hello, everyone. And it's a huge honor uh, being here. My name is Maria Arias, but I can simply go by Mari. I joined the OneLink team uh, two and a half years ago, and um, well, with previous experience in in BPO and high-rise construction, I was not expecting to land a job that would root me so deeply into project management because I I was super shocked that that to find a job that would be this challenging, but yet safe at the same time. Um, So I was surprised to find a group of professionals who can be excellent at their job and perform under pressure and still be friends like we are and talk about music and TV shows and movies and books and have like 
uh, references from The Simpsons to every conversation that we have on on daily basis. So it was extremely surprising for me to find uh, a place that it's this amazing, um, especially because I moved uh, to a new city uh, due to this job. So uh, finding here a family away from home was perfect for me. Um, this has been a place where I keep learning and growing every day, and I couldn't be prouder to be part of, of this team. Um, and, and well, music, it's always a conversation for us, and, and we have the ability to mix that type of topics and, and still uh, be professional. So it's, it's a great mixture because based on, on my previous experience, not, everyone, nor, not everywhere you can find that. So um, well, it's great to be here and, and be able to share our experience with everyone. Yeah, thank you so much, Maria, for joining us. And there's a theme building, right, between everybody who's, who's talking and sharing their experience. So we'll see if that continues with Lorena. Welcome, Lorena. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Lorena Mora. And after 10 years of experience in project management, coming to one link uh, allowed me to better exploit my knowledge and skills. Uh, one link is my daily challenge. I was surprised with the environment when I arrived and the family feeling and friends that I made. Uh, I enjoyed the company with many expectations and now I can say that is my happy place. That's fantastic. And, and, and Lucho, I'm going to call you that from now on, right? So you're now Lucho to me as well. Hopefully I'm part of the family as well. You, you are. The, you guys uh, as a company have a great name for your employees, right? You're incredibles, right? It just goes and, and speaks to that. So Lucho, can you tell me a little bit about family and Incredibles and what that means at one link? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, well, I was planning to do that something within our conversation. Thank you, Joe. Uh, for us, uh, the most important thing within our company culture is the well-being of all our community. Uh, we call our employees Incredibles. So uh, that being said, um, the incredible number zero 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 one. Uh, I have been within fa with, with, within the family from the very beginning uh, of this adventure back in 2012, and I have a very funny story regarding how I joined uh, the Wanling fam family. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. We love funny stories. Yes. Well, back in 2011, uh, one day I received uh, a call from a recruitment uh, recruiting company. Uh, inviting me to participate in a process for a regional position in the BPO industry. At that time, I didn't know anything about the industry, but I decided to listen and participate. As any of us will have done, I prepared myself. I did some research uh, about the company, the shareholders, goals, expansion plans, and all the stuff. Uh, I just did my, my homework. And then a couple of days uh, later, uh, the day of the interview arrived, I put on my best suit. This is where the funny part starts. I put on my best suit. My shoes were shining. I, I had a red tie because I, I remember that I saw an article on LinkedIn that said that red was a very good color for interviews. <laughs> so long story short, I was prepared as a champion. I knew my resume in every detail. I went to the offices indicated. I went up to the elevator. I was greeted by the person who was assisting the country director, the person who was going to interview me. And I walked into the office and saw 
the person sitting at, at his desk. And I said, hello, and I extended my, my hand. And from nowhere, from nowhere, he told me, no, 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 no. Go back, take up your jacket, roll up your sleeves. You are making me feel stressed already. Yes, okay. uncomfortable silence, I yeah. agree. I did my best poker face, and I did what he asked me to. I went back to the office, entered again, sat back again, and I had these two copies uh, of my resume in two impeccable folders as if they had come from the best law firm in New York, <laughs> the kind that Harvey Specter used in suits. <laughs> and I sat down and told the person, here I have a copy of my resume as a reference for our today's conversation. And immediately, the person put the palm of his extended hand on the folder and slide it to the other side of the desk. And again, with my best poker face, <laughs> I waited and he said, hey, the, expert, uh, the experts have already reviewed uh, your resume and uh, they have told me that you are the one for the job, but that is not what matters the most to me. I want to get uh, to know you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I can say that today, uh, but in that moment, I, I, I was a little bit scared. He asked me, how do you like to be called? And I told him, Luis. And he said, yes, that's what your resume says. <laughs> how do your friends or your family call you? Uh, and uh, a little bit nervous, uh, I told him, Lucho. Everybody calls me Lucho. And he said, uh, okay, Lucho, who are you? Mm. Yes, uncomfortable silence again. And in my head, I thought, that is the most difficult question in all the humankind history. That's the one question that the philosophers have been asking themselves and no one has been able to answer it. And that is, and that's it. Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when he saw my face, he told me, Lucho, what makes you happy? What makes you, what, what makes you smile in the morning? And at that moment, I thought this is the, the interview that I have been waiting for my entire life. And I just relaxed, enjoyed, and we had a three hours wow. conversation where we uh, talked about aliens, stoic <laughs> philosophy, and uh, obviously music. And uh, if that wasn't enough, we cried together mm. in the interview. At that time, my father had just passed away from cancer, and this person who was interviewing me uh, experience a similar situation in his family. So there was a lot of empathy uh, on that matter. Sure, I can imagine. Yeah, either way, we finished uh, our conversation, we exchanged contacts, and after a big hug, we said goodbye, and I got back to my car, and when I was about to turn it on, I thought, this was the best interview of my life? or the worst interview <laughs> of my life, and they will never speak to me again. That happened on a Thursday afternoon, December 2011. How convenient. Yeah. We are in December. Yeah. Uh, and the next day, first thing in the morning, I received a call for, from the HR director, and she told me, Lucho, welcome to the family. And part of this family is now with, uh, with me, with you, and all the PMO squad and the community uh, sharing a little bit uh, what makes us one link. I think that's awesome. 
That, that's an incredible story. Uh, incredible, no pun intended. But that speaks to the culture of the company, right? I mean, to to and all of you spoke to that as well as you were doing your introductions. You called each other family, right? So many organizations, that's not the case, and that came through so much uh, in your introductions. So who, you know, who is One Link? Who who's the company behind? the story of that interview, right? Uh, and the culture you're talking about, Jose, what's, what's your take on that? Yeah, well, uh, Joe, One Link was founded 2012. Uh, well, we, uh, for the audience that don't know, we provide outsourcing and slash contact center services. Uh, in 2012, we began with, with that. And now we have evolved in delivering technological and tailored integrated solutions also. And through our uh, service portfolio, we can do customer care, tech support, sales, and uh, also some of automation and tech services like RPAs, chatbots, basically any process that can be outsourced and can be escalated, we we can do it. But, um, and we uh, from from the PMO, we can probably uh, say that we deliver operational consistency uh, for clients all sizes, right? Uh, but um, uh, something that I want to mention also, it's like uh, Lucha said previously, uh, we recently we were acquired by uh, WebHub, one of the top and big players in the PM of the BPO industry. So. We're in the middle of the integration process, uh, extending the family, and now we are WebHelp Americas, part of the global WebHelp family. With this, we added the United States market and Peru, besides the six countries that we already had under our management. Uh, we have Colombia, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Mexico, and Brazil. So we are very excited about this new adventure, but. Coming back uh, for for the cult, for the culture, uh, a big part of this this success story is the once the high one the high growth that we had, also the people first culture that we have in One Link. Uh, in two thousand and twenty one, this year we achieved the fourteen thousand employees or incredibles as we call ourselves. We do that because we think that. That's what we are, right? Incredibles on what we do, but most of all on uh, because of who we are, right? And we genuinely believe that the thing that differentiates us from all the other BPOs is precisely that. We think that we have changed the BPO slash contact center industries dynamics from a process-based to a people-based operation, putting our colleagues, our incredibles, happiness uh, in the center of, of our purpose. Why we do that? It's because experience for the past years uh, operating in this industry has allowed us to understand that our primary focus should be, and actually is, making sure that our agents are the most critical part of, organi of our organization. So we have developed a service uh, culture that begins by serving them. If the agents uh, are well, or 
for our clients are well and we are basically all well in the community games right um and as the pmo uh, we can probably say that we are a key element and we uh, we live uh, under that culture also in our team we uh, ultimately we make tangible uh, this culture by a very special uh, blueprint and 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 design right so uh, it, it has been a, a really good story and the culture it's it's one of as as, as, as in the presentations you you may you may have noticed uh, it's a really big part of of our of our lives yeah and it's unfortunately we haven't started doing our live streaming on shows yet we're going to start that next year but right now I'm kind of blown away. This hasn't happened before, but every one of, of the one link members here, every one of the incredibles has a, a background that's consistent and it's not of just the one link branding on there. They've added the PMO squad. They've added the PMO global Alliance. It just speaks to the, the inclusiveness that you all have within your culture that you were that considerate to think, to add that to this conversation. Right. Every encounter that I've had with Lucho and Danny earlier as well, and now all of you, it always feels like you're just in the middle of a big hug. Right. It's it's just there's a big embrace that you are aware of everybody around you, that you are you're including them in part of that discussion. So when when one link has a culture that calls their employees incredibles, it's a testament to the entire company to be able to do that and put, putting their people in such high regard. So hats off to not just your your team for winning your award as one of the best PMOs in the world, but what an outstanding place it must be to work where that culture really provides that sort of environment where during an interview, they say, take the jacket off. I want to get to know you where they call you incredibles and where they give you room to be able to grow as individuals. It's fantastic to be able to hear that. And again, for all of our listeners, Think about your own companies, right? Whether you're in a, a PMO or a project manager or your own consulting firm, whatever it means, think what the people are saying and how they're saying it. They're, all of these people are really embracing this people first mindset and the impact that has. But we'll take a step back away from the culture for a moment because culture is super important. And I think you guys have done a great job sharing that. But you're also a team, you're right? You're, you're part of the PMO. And part of the PMO, they're all unique no matter where they are in every company. So how, how was your PMO design, right? How did that design come to be? And, and yeah, what is you. that design? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a hard question. And uh, when it comes to our PMO design, conceptually speaking, our recipe for generate value, because at the end of the day, our main duty as a PMO is to deliver and create value, uh, be a value generation unit and all the fancy words, the, the link between the strategy and the reality. But basically we follow three different principles. The first one is keep it simple. That allows us to develop uh, adaptability, flexibility and assure scalability uh, and uh, hit the numbers. Well, that's the, that's the big part of the, at the end of the day. We are, pragmatic on what is useful or not. If it works, we keep it. And uh, if not, we delete it. 
we are constantly looking to generate uh, organizational efficiencies uh, based on the result uh, results of a well-managed portfolio program and project management. We always try to act as a gymnastic organization following a multimodal approach and always open to constant change because what fits best for the organization right now won't be the same the next year and on. So we are very uh, pragmatical on, 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 that, on that point of view. That's the first principle. And don't, don't, don't get me wrong, we do love methodologies and frameworks, but what we do love the most is value generation. Yeah. That's the reason why we are here. The second principle is uh, act as a one-stop shop. Our intention is to be something similar as a, a goalkeeper for the company and for the strategy. Uh, and I don't want to abuse on uh, technical concepts, but based on our design, we deliver our value proposition of being a one-stop shop through different strategic services. The first one is strategic PPM. Uh, we are involved since the strategy conception as owners uh, and host of the strategic planning process for the company and also custodians of the corporate balance scorecard. The other strategic services change management, which means, well, enable the organization to change faster because at the end of the day, we are a transformational unit. Risk and performance, obviously, uh, we have to reduce uncertainty as much as we can from the early stages of the value change and also measure the strategy execution and all the adherence because uh, we need to stick to the goal as much as we can. Um, the other service is incredible management, which means take care of our people. And the last one is innovation, uh, because we are all, we are always trying to transform our our own, own business model. We make this tangible through five different units. The first one is the corporate strategy unit. The second one is pre-sales unit. Uh, business development and solutioning unit is the third one. Implementations unit, which is hardcore project management on um, strategic efforts, and also the digital transformation uh, unit, and that's the well the academic part of the design. But the third and most important principle is our people first approach, uh, that enables us to focus on what really matters: the well-being of our uh, all of uh, incredibles. Uh, and uh, this topic is the main reason why we are here today with, because we are uh, really convinced that culture is an inside job and it's built and sustainable through testimonies. And uh, it's worth mentioning that this last two years have been pretty much different for, for all of us, uh, living on a new reality. Yeah, and it, we were in the Zoom era, I guess, right? And you guys are multi-country organizations, so you're not necessarily working with people in just a single location. So you have to be able to interact with each other without perhaps traveling like you may have been able to do. And of course, COVID's had such a great impact on us. In this Zoom era, you know, with integration and, and trying to work together better, how do you do that? Well, uh, if, if I can take that, that question, well, I feel like uh, being together is a big part of what we do because, for example, before... I started working in, in Wallink. I also worked on a bank, just like Martita, Jose, and Lucho. So it was suit and tie the whole day. I remember that 
my first day at the at the office at OneLink, I tried to go and wear more casual clothes. But when I first entered the office and got to meet my coworkers, I saw that I wasn't casual enough. <laughs> Everyone was wearing t-shirts, jeans, sneakers, and I said to myself, "This is where I belong." Then uh, I never, never uh, wore anything remotely formal to go to work. I believe everyone here can uh, can account for that. Just Jose, I guess. <laughs> I use Jose. Who's the, he likes yeah, to wear the long sleeve shirts. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that sense of belonging is the thing that I feel that that makes us go up every day and and go to work. You know because we really feel com comfortable there. In Lucha's office, for example, we had a bean bags and we used to go and work there, we used to keep us company, even though we were working on different things. Then COVID struck and we had to go back to our houses. And I could tell you how was the transition and the amount of work that it represented to us who had almost no experience in working from home. But the thing that I want to tell you is how important it is to be together, even when we are not physically together. Because I feel like we lost a lot when we transitioned into this environment. And don't get, and don't get me wrong, I love working from home right now. <laughs> But the first month, uh, we all felt the shock of not being with, with our friends right beside us. And for example, when I needed someone for anything, I had to stop to hop on a Zoom meeting or give them a call instead of getting up and walking to, to their place. But in the end, and after everything that has happened in the world, I understand that it is not a bad thing having someone at one call or Zoom meeting distance. For example, look at look at us right now. We are so we're all so far apart, but we are having the opportunity to share this space. And we all should be grateful of having the opportunity to be together while being apart. That's, you know, you hit it spot on. I mean, gratitude is so important. We, we've had other guests on in the past talking about gratitude and the, the Gratitude Institute and, and different things along those lines. What does gratitude mean to you, Lorena? I have the same feeling as Danny. I remember how difficult it was at the beginning. It was hard to see something possible, something positive in all the situation. And if I compare to our job, when we find a complex situation, sometimes it's hard to see the good things. For instance, the first times I managed a project in OneLink was the implementation of a new operation. It was extremely difficult, but at the end, we created new jobs, had super cool spaces, and I was able to see the reaction of the people, the expression of happiness, and how they thanked us for having improved all their spaces was awesome. The gratitude for of the sponsor and all the stakeholders after the project finalized made me realize that this is what, what really worked. I always say an example, what is a cycling team or a cyclist without his windbreaker. We are the windbreakers. And many times we receive congratulation and recognition from our leaders. Part of what I most 
passionate about is seeing the effort of all the areas we manage day-to-day -day materialize. We are not the main actors of a project, but we make sure we empower the people who most change and bring out the best skills to ensure that things happen and that everyone enjoy the process of creating and carrying out the project successfully. We are always behind the scene, directing or managing on the back end and seeing all the dreams coming through is our greatest achievement. Yeah, it, it, and again, it, I just love the interaction and shared stories that you all have, right? It, it's just a common bond that you're able to create. And I think there must be a link, right? Is there a, a, a common purpose that, that binds you all together? How are you connected that way, Yvette? Actually, um, one of the things that I remember that I heard on the first day that I was at One Link, it was that we make sure that you are 200% in your life so you can give 100%. So I remember I shared this phrase with the new members of the family because what we try to say is that you're not defined by your work position because we understand that we are part of a family, community, society, and there are just different uh, components in your life that makes you and makes us unique. So they are not just understanding this, but we are also willing to develop your talents and the talents within the company and taking care of those things that feed your essence, that makes you happy and protecting them. It's what makes um, you finding a purpose. It's not, not just for the company, but also for your life. So understand that you have a personal life, that it's part of you and that we are responsible of protecting that. And you can, as you can see, for example, as, as I said before, like, all of our team members have different hobbies, and we know that that complements the work that they do on a daily basis, because at the end of the day, we have different perspectives and opinions. And that's what we try to do. We try to encourage our team boys, or the ideas are welcome. You can, um, nothing is off the table. Like, for example, if you see a problem and you find a solution, you are not afraid to, you know, reach out your hand and say, oh, we have this risk, we have this alert, or I've made a mistake. So that's what we try to do. Like the purpose in you is that you as yourself matter, not just for the family, but also for the company and also for the impact that you are doing with your job. I love that. I mean, so many companies today are out there talking about having a work-life balance. And I think they have it wrong. I think they have it reversed. Uh, it should be a life-work balance, right? Not a work-life balance. And it's very clear that at one link, it's that mindset, right? You're putting life first, and work is a part of life. It's you've you have it in the right order. You've you've prioritized the right way. And and part of that is to be able to make sure that you're inspirational to your employees. Right? Again, every time I hear one of you talk, there's this sense of inspiration in your voice. It's fantastic. Marta, can you share what that means to you and and how yeah. that comes about? Yeah, sure. And I think that is pretty related to or what Yvette was saying about purpose. And I think that for us, inspiration, it is a very important matter. 
I think that Wani and the people who are part of this family are an inspiration in many ways and in all levels. Uh, besides respect, you get inspired for every step that you get to know. And as I mentioned before, before being part of this great PMO team, I got the chance to have a leadership position in, in one of our operations. And one of the things that I enjoy the most, it was to hear our people, learning from them, uh, getting to know their personal goals, the challenges at work. And in one of those conversations, I remember that the last, the past weekend, we had like the 5K race during a Sunday morning. One of the, the, the agent told me that he saw me running and that they were surprised to see me there um, waking up maybe that early in the morning. I'll never forget that big smile that we share, uh, the both of us, because we felt inspired that we got that common hobby and also we exchanged some running tips. From that short story, what I can say or what I can summarize is that what I have learned, not also in, the, in sports, but also in the professional area, is that in order to achieve long-term goals, first of all, you need to know you, you need to understand you, and you need to get to know your team. That's a very important fact. You also need to understand your why, and that is something very related to, to the inspiration, why you are doing something, um, and the purpose related to that why in everything that you do. And also, when things are not going that well, you will need to go back and find the inspiration that put you in that place at the beginning. You need to keep going with your journey and when, or when for your training. And what, when that thing happened, I think that, I, and I can recall when someone else asked me just to do something, uh, I need to get into myself and I need to understand that if it is something aligned to my life goals. So you as a leader, I think that you need to give the first step your team need to know that you are part of the team, that you're also a human with weakness, with, uh, with strengths, that we are working for common goals. Also, well, the most important thing, it is to keep going while you find inspiration from you and your team and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, obviously the PMO squad, our, our signature service is the purpose-driven PMO, where we help other companies find purpose within their PMO. and. Um, unfortunately, one link won't be one of our customers because you already have that within your PMO, right? You've done it so well, but I, I can't agree more, right? That you're a runner, I'm a runner, and, and oftentimes when you're training for a long race, there's so many days where you don't want to go run 10, 12, yeah. 16 miles, but you do because you have a purpose to what you're doing, right? It, it keeps you moving, it keeps you moving forward, and it's the same as you're explaining within the PMO and, and within your business as well. Correct. You know, it, it, uh, Lucho shared the vulnerability during his initial interview, right? Uh, having a moment where he talked about his father passing and, and that can be hard, right? As an individual, especially in a workplace. But Maria, I mean, how does that kind of play throughout uh, OneLink and, and what's your thoughts on that vulnerability piece? Well, um, 
honestly, for me, uh, being in Wanling has changed a lot about how I perceive vulnerability. Um, well, to give you like a, a little of background, um, when I had my my interview with with Lucho and we discussed the whole incredible term, I was skeptical. I was like, this cannot be real because uh, in in my experience, companies tend to be always excluding emotions. So having this person telling me all this speech about um, happiness and, and having a good place to work, the happy place to to work, I was like, yeah, it cannot be real. <laughs> He's joking and, and it's not like that. Um, especially because, well, as an adult, I think that we often um, find ourselves in the need of showing that you fit, you are super fit to do everything as a grown-up that you can uh, face do well, taking care of your bills, works, chores, relationships, like adulthood can be extremely overwhelming. And um, you always feel obligated to show that you're in control. So uh, emotions and, and being vulnerable was not part of my previous work experience. So finding a spot here where you can, you can uh, be open and say, I don't have all the answers. I might feel overwhelmed by, by some situation or I don't know specifically how to handle this situation and having a team to rely on and work with you uh, through a solution, it, it was amazing. And it was honestly uh, life-changing for me because I always felt that you needed to be tough, that you needed to have all the answers every single time. And that if you didn't have that, uh, you were not useful for the company. So here, there's always room for improvement and you always have a team to back you up to improve in the way that you need and to learn and, and find new experiences out there. So being able to be in a company where being vulnerable, it's not being weak, it's amazing. It just, uh, I think it, it bonds us together. It makes us trust each other and it it facilitates us to have open conversations of what we can do better and actually work as a team to get there. So I, I think it's it's amazing that we can apply that to our work environment. So, I mean, it might sound cheesy, but no. we do have that. So. I think it sounds great, right? I mean, I want to come work there. I own my own company. I want to leave my company <laughs> and come work for your anytime. company. <laughs> we will welcome you whenever you want. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the unfortunate part about the show is there's time frames, right? We're bound by time, so we can't get through everything that we always want to. But that just means we have to have an invitation for next year and have everybody come back uh, and continue the discussion. So a couple of things I wanted to touch on that speaks to the great job that you guys do. Lucho at the beginning had talked about value, right? Part of your design is that you're delivering value. And in the presentations that you guys did for the PMO Global Awards, something that I think was very impactful was you created uh, an added commentary from some of the leaders within your organization. So the, the CEO of your company, right, Eduardo Salazar, had added commentary to the presentation. And he said, having our EPMO support C-level functions allows us to reduce uncertainty from the very beginning of our value chain. Having a strategic and holistic view of the company-wide collaborate capabilities as a one-stop shop. 
How amazing is it that the person that's leading your organization has such an understanding of what you provide to the organization and even uses the phrases, right? The one-stop shop, which was one of your design elements. That shows the immediate impact that your leadership has. And your, your chief operating officer, Manuel Aparicio, said their companionship has led the company to a different horizon of opportunities, taking the company to the big leagues in the BPO industry. Now, post that, you've recently been purchased. So again, others in the industry probably think the same thing, right? But he uses the word companionship. How often is it that leaders use a word like companionship when they talk about a team or a function within an organization? Again, I think that goes to speak to the incredible culture that you guys have built within OneLink. Um, and then he also points to the reference of the PMO has helped take it to the opportunities, right? So often PMOs are perceived as overhead and a drag on an organization, but in your organization, it's seen as an enabler to be able to help to go drive to what those are. So as we wind down, I want to salute what you've done. I think it's been fantastic. It's been great to get to know all of you a little bit better. I love the fact that Lucho wanted his team to come in and, and share this experience because it isn't about him. It was about the collective. So thank you all for sharing your story. And, and also keep in mind for all the listeners out there, they're from El Salvador. It's the smallest country in Central America. It's for those here in the States, it's about the size of Massachusetts, right? It, there's only 6.5 million people there and they built the best PMO in all of the Americas, right? So when you put people first, when you drive with purpose, amazing results can happen. So Lucho and Danny and Marta and Jose and Yvette and Maria and Lorena, thank you so much all for joining me and is there anything that we didn't get to today that, you know, we can kind of get to quickly before we have to say goodbye? Well, Evie is the the the, the one that always make all this amazing closing in conversation. So I don't know if you, if you, you have, have something to share. Yeah, um, what I want to share is that you should find your greater purpose in your job. You know, we also, we tend to think about the benefit the stakeholders have, but you also have to think on the greater impact. Like for example, for us, it's not just a project, it's not a project in a piece of paper, on a file, on an email, but it also, um, we understand that we are helping creating opportunities, um, job or opportunities for other people to have an stable job in a company such as ours. So I believe that the best advice that we can give you is that find the greater benefit and find the greater impact, such as the butterfly effect that leader actions have great impacts in the future. So that email that you're going to send, uh, the format that you're going to have, that following session, Think about the greater benefit outside the stakeholders and think about you're helping families, you're helping uh, children getting educated, you're helping uh, young people finishing their careers, and you're also helping having, you know, on these holidays, uh, having great um, time with their families. So find a greater purpose and you're going to see that that's what is going to help you continue when you feel overwhelmed on a daily basis. Do, do you remember the 
the last question that we have on our interview, Vivi. Yes, I remember that Lucho asked me in my, in my interview, he, he said something like, what do you think that we mean to the world? And I remember I said, we are tools. We are tools to help others. We are tools to do things better. So keep that in mind. And I think that every day is going to be easier. That's awesome. Thank you so much all for joining us. And Jose, uh, if, if you have to continue wearing the long sleeve shirts, at least roll up the <laughs> sleeves, right? Uh, and, yeah. and, and relax them. Uh, Marta, let's find a way to be able to maybe uh, team up and go run that marathon somewhere. Yeah, uh, sure. And, and uh, the open invitation for when you guys do make it up here to the States is certainly to connect and find a way to be able to get together. And, and of course, all of you are out on LinkedIn. We have all of your, your LinkedIn connections tagged out there on our, our social media posts. So for people who want to get in touch with uh, Lucho and his team, please do so and hear more about their story. And, and we'll certainly extend an invitation again next year to come on and continue this discussion as well. So that's it for this year. 2021 is over, which is amazing. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. And be sure to go out to projectmanagementofficehours.com. Check out all of our shows and guests. Next year, as I mentioned, we're going to go live streaming. So uh, we'll be able to get some direct interaction from people out there while we're having our interviews. We have another great lineup of guests uh, planned. Nigel Creaser from the UK will be joining us with our first show of the year. Uh, the Smart PM, Melissa McDonald, will be joining us in February. And, of course, a whole bunch more PMs throughout the year. We're live, of course, as you know, but uh, we do record these shows. So please go out and subscribe to Project Management Office Hours podcast on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Spotify, et cetera, whatever your favorite platform of choice is. And of course, thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad and the PMO Leader. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, whatever holidays you celebrate with your families. Please be in good health. And we look forward to reconnecting with you in January as well. So that's it for now. Office hours are closed. Until next time, I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. Thanks for listening to another episode of Project Management Office Hours with PMO Joe. You're not alone in your project management journey. We're here to help you achieve your goals. Subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on your favorite podcast platform to catch all of our episodes and hear industry leaders share their story and secrets to success.